from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. From the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. And we are live right now on YouTube and Rumble. If you can like and subscribe on YouTube, click that notification bell and share this link out uh, right now, whether you're using your cell phone or whether you're using a laptop, you can copy the link on a laptop or you can just share right to a social media platform from your cell phone. Same thing with Rumble. Give it a Rumble down there. Let's Rumble with other videos. Let's show them the power of Live from America and please do the same. Share the video out to your other social media platforms. You are watching Live from America and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, and some of you may know me as the Hip Hop Patriot. We already have over up to 2,000 people watching, and we just started the show. That shows the determination, the loyalty, and the action that is put behind each and every one of you, and I want to thank you for giving me not one, but two hours of your day every single day of the week. God bless you, and thank you so very, very much. Today is Wednesday. That means it's hump day, folks. We are halfway through this beloved week that God gives us every hour of every day. is amazing, and it is a gift from Almighty God above. Let's go and do some live shout-outs. We're going to shoot over to YouTube first and give some live shout-outs to Stephen Crow. He says, God-loving citizen from Indiana. Vicki Schaefer, YouTube starts so much faster than Rumble. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Jeremy. Leslie Terry, also watching from YouTube. And uh, she says uh, she's from Texas. Thomas Hammaker, good morning from Southwest Texas as well. Did you get my email? I don't think I did, but I will be checking some email today. So thank you very much, Thomas. I'll check that out. Lee Manglona, good to see you. And Karen Storm from South Dakota. Actually, we are going to be in South Dakota for the Save America Freedom Tour. Not this leg, but the next leg in July, late July, we will, we will be in South Dakota. So I'm extremely excited about that. Now I'm going to move over to Rumble. I love Rumble. Man, do I love Rumble. And you guys on Rumble, you had 7,000 people watching on Monday. That is how action item uh, determined you guys are. You had 7,000 people watching on Rumble. So it's truly amazing. But anyway, let's go, uh, let's say we got uh, Chick73, Florida in the house. Please let me know your name. Uh, please keep Ben Berkwam in your prayers. His whole family was in a golf cart accident. Yep, we will talk about that. Ben is doing well. Just talked to him a little while ago. Natalie Harnes says, winning WW3. Let's hope we don't have to get there, right? Good morning, Jeremy from Olympia, Washington. Can I please have a shout out? I have never had one. Well, there you go. I didn't see your name, but I seen where you were from and I gave you the shout out. Hopefully you heard that. Uh, Missy, she says, good morning, everybody from Texas. And let's see here. Jay Swanson says, good morning. Uh, Kimberly K, Newcastle, Delaware is in the house. Uh, who else? Becky from North uh, where does that say? Becky from say North Carolina. Oh, I went too fast. I'm sorry, Becky, but uh, hopefully uh, Corn Pop had to go to a funeral, so he won't be here. He wanted me to let everybody know. Well, well Corn Pop will be missed. He's definitely one of the uh, one of the ded- one of the more dedicated people to the show. Um, Sharon Ross says parachute. Some reason it didn't fit. 
Ha! Well, we'll get to that as well. Sheila Serino, and by the way, Corn Pop, we wish you uh, all the, uh, all the, the, the we're just going to give you all the prayers in the world for whoever passed away in your family, and uh, later on when you watch us, just know that we're thinking of you, we love you, God bless you, and, uh, you know, our hearts are out with you today. And uh, we have Carl says, Arkansas is loving your show. That's actually where Ben Berkman and his family moved. And then we have Sheila from Michigan says, good morning. And also Kate from Michigan as well. Don Mack in the house from Oregon. And Mark Ferner says, Long Island is in the house. Well, God bless you guys, man. Thank you so very much for joining in for Live from America all the time. You know, I've, um, I'm going to read you guys something um, that was sent to me from a viewer of the show, and uh, it really it really meant a lot to me because there's two reasons that we do this show. One, to spread the gospel, always, first and foremost. Two, to spread real news, to try to get as much real news vetted, researched, and, and, and out to you guys so that wherever you are, whatever state the news is coming to or coming from, you guys will understand exactly what's going on in case you need to get involved. Well, here we go. Remember the other day. When I talked to you about um, <clears throat> Indiana University and about how they were mandating the uh, Fauci, sh uh, Fauci sickness shot in order to uh, come back to school or in order to stay employed, whether you were a maintenance worker, a teacher, whatever. Well, here is what I was sent. This is long overdue, but thank you for the absolute wealth of information that you give us every day, twice a day. You literally are my go-to source for what is happening all over the country. Today I learned from your podcast last night that a group of IU employees, students and parents, had filed a lawsuit against IU for mandating everyone on the campus to provide proof of the shots or be terminated and or be dropped from classes. I can't tell you how happy that news made me. As my eldest is a student at IU and I have been fretting for two months about what we could possibly do to avoid the experimental shot. You even gave us the name of the law firm, so I have reached out to them asking how I can help or otherwise get involved. Again, I cannot thank you enough for the tremendous amount of pertinent information and good news that you continually provide. Thank you, Jeremy, and God bless you and your family. I want to tell you that it's my pleasure. It is absolutely my pleasure. I all of us have lived in a world where we have been lied to so much by the very institutions that are supposed to be truthful to us. We have been spun and twisted by the very institutions that we are supposed to trust for a real source of news so that we the people in this wonderful great republic that we live in, not a democracy by the way, do not ever let anybody ever tell you that we live in a democracy because we do not. But the people of this great republic need information. And information is continuously um, hidden from us, from government agencies, which is illegal and wrong, from corporations, from big tech, and from the same people that we go to to get the information from, which is the news. So it is my pleasure to be able to be part of so many other people who are doing this exact same thing at the risk of everything, at the risk of the FBI coming and locking them up, at the risk of their reputation being destroyed throughout their communities, 
at the risk of their kids' reputation being destroyed throughout their communities, at the risk of their kids being bullied, at the risk of death threats, at the risk of, um, of social media sites destroying and blocking you from being able to even have your friends and family connected on there. In some cases, it's the only way people communicate is through social media, is with their family members. Uh, at the risk of losing all your pictures, losing all your hard work, losing all your content over the years, that is what people like me face every single day and I would do it over and over and over again as long as it meant people getting the truth and that's what I'm dedicated to do so I want to thank you so much for sending me that email that means a lot to me and I you have my you have my word that I will never ever ever stop I will never ever ever stop so thank you very much and God bless you um I'd also like to uh thank Mr. and Mrs. Jim Peters that's what was on the uh, the package, Mr. and Mrs. Jim Peters, very traditional. They sent me two books. This one right here, Incredible Creatures and Creations. Angels, Griffins, Sea Monsters, and Unicorns, the truth behind some of the Bible's most amazing stories. That's going to be an incredible book to read. And this one right here, Do Everything in Love. And on the back it has 1 Corinthians 16, 14. So thank you very much for those books. Me and my, uh, my wife... Love when we get books, uh, DVDs, uh, anything like that, and letters too. My wife really loves sitting down and reading the letters that you guys send. We like to read them together, and uh, we appreciate everything that you guys do. Uh, Lauren Cole on Rumble says, I love our LFA fam. It makes my days. Me too. Me too. I really do. Um, and uh, where are you on YouTube? Drummer Dude asks. Well, if you go to YouTube, it's now... LFA with Jeremy Harrell. If anybody has that link in the comments section, please put that link in there for everyone. Um, I don't have it handy on me right now, but I know that some of the people that are watching do. So, And now let's get to Ben Berkwam. Yes, great friend of mine, brother in Christ, great family, wonderful people. Matter of fact, I consider him a brother, just, just how close him and I are. And uh, Ben was in an accident last night. He was, uh, like I said, he moved to Arkansas. His family left California, did the Cal exit, and they moved to Arkansas. And uh, yesterday, they were touring around, checking out different sections of Arkansas, and they just falling absolutely in love with the state. And they were somewhere where they were riding a golf cart, and uh, Ben said they just came down this hill. They were going a little too fast. The, it was Ben, his wife, and his two daughters in the golf cart with them. They flipped the golf cart over. And at first, Ben thought that uh, his youngest daughter was actually lodged underneath the roof of the golf cart, which thankfully that was not the case. Bumps and bruises, some scrapes, some road rash for the kids. Ben actually got his heel sliced completely, like the skin of the heel sliced pretty deep and completely off, so they had to sew the back of his foot back on. Ugh. And his wife actually had to be rushed to... Um, to a Little Rock Hospital where they could perform surgery because she broke uh, she broke bones, including her pelvic bone. Uh, so thank God nobody's uh, dead. Thank God that everybody is alive to tell uh, to tell the story. Uh, but I just want to ask all of you for your prayers. Matter of fact, let's say a quick prayer for Ben and his family, folks. And uh, I think it's I think it's definitely uh, warranted. Lord and Heavenly Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we come to you in prayer today to ask that you cover Ben's family with your grace, your mercy, and a full armor of God moving forward. Lord, we ask that the bones that are broken and 
the wounds that need to be stitched up are done so successfully, Lord. We ask and pray that you ease them, give them comfort in their time of, uh, of need, give them comfort in their time uh, of pain. And Lord, we just ask that you are with them as they make a speedy recovery uh, back, to, uh, back to full health. And uh, Lord, we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Anybody in our family, anybody in our family, folks, we look out for one another. That's what we do here. We look out for one another, and when somebody, when somebody has something happen to them like this, um, you know, we just we pray for them, and we look after them. We look after them. I'd also like to bring you, give you an update on the uh, the the lady that sent the email yesterday. That you know, living in the car, living in her car, and out there spreading the gospel, and her whole family and and friends have hated her because of her following of Jesus. Um, I'd like to say that. Uh, one of uh, a great viewer who actually matches every month to give uh, to Family Farms actually sent and matched what I was giving to this young lady. And uh, it's just it's great stories like that. These are wins, folks. These are wins that I will take all day long when we can help other people out. And we were actually able to send her a little bit of money to help out for her troubles. And as, as a matter of fact, as I was sending the money last night, uh, she was actually pulling somebody else out of the grasp of the devil and into the light of Jesus. So it's truly, it's just amazing. Every day is amazing. And I want to thank all of you for spreading the message, spreading the gospel, spreading the show, getting more people to watch it. And uh, hey, onward and upward, right folks? All right, we're going to move on to the verse of the day today. Now I sent this out today and um, it was... It's not meant to be tied to anything in the last couple days, by the way. I know that, that there's some newsletters that went out and some discussion that's went out that's really bothered a lot of people. This was not meant to be tied to that. This was literally meant for an entirely different reason, but it's funny how it came back full circle to what God has been directing me to repeat and preach from Jesus. But I wanted to give a scenario this morning um, that I had heard, and I thought it was wonderful, and I wanted to give a scenario rather than just a verse in the start of the, uh, of, the, of the newsletter. The verse comes at the end of the newsletter, okay? And it says this, four choices. If I were to offer you the following gifts, which one would you choose? If I were to offer you the original painting of the Mona Lisa, the keys to a brand new sports car like a Lamborghini, $1 million in cash, or a parachute packed and ready to go. Which one would you choose? Now think about it. Think about it. And whatever your first thought comes to your mind is what your heart would desire. Mona Lisa, original painting. Do whatever you want with it. Keys to a Lamborghini sports car. A million dollars in cash or a parachute. I went on to say, oh yeah, I forgot to give you more information. I didn't tell you that you are currently on the edge of a plane that has blown its engine and you are plummeting to your death. Does that change your answer? You're on the edge of a plane, both engines have, just been, have been blown out, and you are plummeting to your death. Now look back at your four choices. Does that change the choice that you chose? You would most likely change your answer to the parachute, right? Why? Well, because you were given more information about your present situation. The same thing goes with your eternity. Do you know what the word conscience means? We all have one. The word conscience means with knowledge. Con means with, 
and science means knowledge. God gave us all a conscience with moral laws written on our hearts. We instinctively know that it's wrong to murder, steal, lie, and cheat. We don't need man's laws to understand that. So the more you know, the better choices you can make here on earth, right? When you realized that you were going to die on that plummeting plane, you instinctively chose the parachute because it will save your life. You instinctively chose the parachute when you knew your current situation because it will save your life. This is why we need to read and understand the word and the teachings of Jesus. No more, no less. We cannot stray away from what he said to all he came in contact with. We cannot stray away from the one true gospel. We need to read it as it was spoke from his lips. If he didn't say it, then whatever you are being taught by any person or any man-made religion will not save you. It will only hurt you in the end. The parachute represents trusting Jesus. So, when given the choice of which religion to follow or listen to, I would choose wisely and get all of the knowledge of the words of the one true God of the Bible before making your decision. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes through the Father except through me. John 14, 6. John 14, 6. And actually, it says, I am the way, the truth, and the light in the newsletter because my computer does autocorrect uh, auto while you're typing and it typed light instead of life and I didn't see that. So that's my, that's my bad on that one. But you get my point, right? You get my point. We have to choose correctly what we need to do on this earth that's going to get us eternal life with God in heaven and an eternal walk with Jesus on that narrow path. And we can only do that by going through Jesus Christ himself. Amen? All right, folks, time for the Lord's Prayer, and then we're going to get ready to rumble. So please, if you're wearing a hat, remove it. If you're at work and you can, say it loud so people can hear it. Wherever you are, say it out loud so that others can hear it, because courage is contagious, and we need to spread the seed of the gospel for God to water. So, please, say it with me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Woo-hoo-hoo! Amen. I saw somebody say they would still take the painting because God will provide no matter what. Yeah, in some situations, you're 100% right. You would take that painting. But if you're on a plummeting plane and the, and the law of gravity still exists, I would think you would choose to parachute. You get what I'm saying, and I get what you're saying. We're on the same page, all right? Love you. God bless. Now, for those on YouTube, are you ready? On Rumble, are you ready? Well, then, in the famous words of Michael Buffer, let's get ready to rumble and get this video out to as many people as we can. Ladies and gentlemen, yesterday, we showed in how important that the filibuster actually is. The Republicans... For <laughs> all together for a change, actually voted against the For the People Act. Now, what's crazy about this is Lisa Murkowski, big rhino, all right, also in a primary race, 
ready to lose her job at any second. President Trump actually endorsed um, her opponent. She actually has supported, before, she has voiced her uh, support behind the For the People Act. And don't think that Lisa Murkowski is the only one who has voiced their opinion and, and their support behind the For the People Act. Don't think she's the only rhino, because there are more. But she's been the most vocal about her support for the For the People Act. And she even stood in line with the Republicans and voted no. Now, 50-50. We had all 50 Democrats and all 50 Republicans vote party lines. What does that tell you? That tells you that Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin actually voted for it. That's scary. We knew they were going to do that. It's still scary because they're the two that are preventing the filibuster from being completely taken away. Now, last night I jumped the gun a little bit. I actually posted something on Telegram where I was just I was I was going through news and I was reading and it was one of those instances where I read too quickly, posted something and then said, "Wait a minute, that's not what that said," and brought it back. And the reason I did that was because I just got done reading an article and speaking with a couple friends of mine who are in DC that are saying that there are more Democrats than Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema who do not want to get rid of the filibuster. They just haven't come forward yet. So I read an article where I thought that there was a Democrat from Rhode Island who was talking about ditching the idea of ditching the filibuster. He was really ditching the idea of having the filibuster. But I got so excited when I got done talking to these folks and when I got done reading these articles that there were more Democrats who didn't want to get rid of the filibuster. I'm like, oh, this thing's dead. Okay? But the filibuster was actually used yesterday, and it was great. Now, you need 60 votes in order to put this For the People Act in, and it was 50 to 50. The crazy thing about it, was Kamala Harris's reaction to it. Now, Kamala Harris is actually the president of the Senate. As the VP, illegitimate or not, she is the presiding official over the Senate. So when it comes to a 50-50 tie, which you're going to see a lot because that's right now the, the balance of power is, is equally split, you're going to see her chime in. <laughs> Ah, Joe, we did it, we did it, we did it, we did it. You're going to see her chime in more than you'd like to, okay? Um, so the, the, uh, the, she, she steps up and she says, basically, this isn't over. That The people of the, this country have the right to vote. You're right, they do have the right to vote. We all do. And we all go on voting day and we vote unless we have a circumstance that does not allow us to leave the house and go vote. In which case, we request a mail-in ballot. And when you request a mail-in ballot, you should still have to show ID and signature verification. That's not what the Democrats want, because they want to control the election so that no Republican is ever elected ever, ever, ever again. Matter of fact, you even heard Democrats yesterday, uh, what's his name over in Georgia, the one that shouldn't be there, that is there, Warnoff, Warnock, whatever his name is, um, <laughs> whatever his name is, right? Nobody cares. <laughs> Anyway, uh, you got him. He's, he's saying that if we, um, if we get rid of the filibuster, we can ensure that the Democrats will have another sweeping victory. Well, duh. Well, duh. Uh, by the way, when this uh, Georgia audit election audit is done... You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired, Warnock. You are fired because you're not legitimately supposed to be there anyways. But anyway, we'll talk about that another time.
The fact of the matter is, they know what they're doing. They're trying to federalize the elections, and the importance of the filibuster was actually shown yesterday. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people who watch this show did not know up until a couple months ago what the filibuster was. Now, and, and, and don't think, folks, don't think that there are there still isn't a whole bunch of stuff about the way that this Senate and this Congress has done things behind closed doors that we don't know. There's tons of things that are going on that we don't know. There's tons of little tiny rules and regulations that we don't know, and that's not the way it's supposed to be in this country, folks. We are supposed to have complete and utter transparency of our government. Think about this. Now, the, the, uh, the 3% tax that they tried to impose on us before 1776, that wasn't the ultimate reason that made us go to war to win our independence from um, England. That wasn't the ultimate reason. It was the straw that broke the camel's back. That was a 3% T on tax. Look at all we're taxed now. Look at how we're ruled now. Look at how we're made to, to listen to the government that we give power to. Look at how we're locked down. Look at how we're muzzled. Look at how we're silenced. Look at how we're censored. Look at how we're taxed. How much of your money that you make goes to the government? I can tell you this. It's a heck of a lot more than 3%. It's a heck of a lot more than 3%. I'm telling you, man, we live, and, 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 all, and all the stuff that they put in place, like mandating health insurance, car insurance, health insurance, period. It's all a scam. It's all a scam. Pay us thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in case something happens. Well, what happens in case something doesn't happen? What happens in the case when something doesn't happen? Do I get my money back? You're not, you're not, you're not having to come out of pocket. Of all the thousands of dollars that I gave you, it should be reviewed every year. That's what should happen. And you should be reimbursed what you don't use. Because the insurance thing, the, the insurance world taxes all of it is such a scam that you're paying and you're paying and you're paying and you're paying and what do you get for it? Almost nothing. Then when you go to the hospital, you got to pay co-pays. You got you got uh, uh, an amount that you got to overcome before that your insurance starts kicking in. It's all such a scam. We basically live in the same kind of country that we won our independence from. And now they're trying to do it with our elections too. Piece by piece, they're taking away everything. But what you are seeing in this world, ladies and gentlemen, thanks to shows like this, thanks to many other podcasts, thanks to people like you, really, it really goes on to, the, to, to people that are, that, are, that are watching these shows and doing something about it. We are winning way more than the TV, the mainstream media, social media platforms, or anybody else will show you. We are winning, winning, winning. Why? Because people are standing up at an alarming rate. And we're going to show you a little bit in a little while towards the end of the show what I'm talking about. But the fact of the matter is the filibuster is important. And yesterday, you, me, and everybody else have seen the importance of the filibuster. If you agree with me, rumble, like, and share the video now as I take a slurp of my coffee. Thomas, thank you. I appreciate it. And Kathy Ratcliffe, God bless you. Love you. Thank you. And Heidi, God bless you as well. Thank you for watching the show on YouTube. All right, moving on, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to give the Smarty Award today. Now, <laughs> I was asked by somebody who watches the show, James, thank you very much. I was asked to change the Smarty Award music to something different for today. I actually like the song. I've, I've heard the song many times. I know the song very well. But James said, hey, why don't you use this song for the Smarty Award today? So you know what? I'm going to do it. And the Smarty Award today is going to go to Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, 
is quickly becoming America's favorite governor, and you get the Smarty Award today on Live from America. Here's the new song. <laughs> Ron DeSantis, you get the Smarty Award of the day. All we do is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> and everybody's hands go up, and then they stay there. Ron DeSantis, man, this guy. Boy, I can tell you what. Thank you, James, for the uh, for the uh, the little injection of hip hop into the show. Hip hop patriot, I appreciate that. <laughs> and yes, all we do is win. Ron DeSantis has been doing a lot of winning lately, hasn't he? Um, Mr. Shy says, not so fast, Lynn Wood is calling Ron DeSantis out. Well, you know what? I'm sure that we can call Ron DeSantis out on some things. You guys can call me out on some things. We can call Greg Abbott out on some things. We can call President Trump out on some things. You have to, we're never going to get everything perfectly that we want, but this guy is a rising star. He is doing an amazing job for the Republican Party, and he's quickly becoming the favorite to run for president, whether it be in 2024, whether it be later. But I honestly think him and Trump are going to be in there next together. That's my personal opinion. That's my personal opinion. Uh, Red Calora says, don't like that song. See, see what I'm saying? We all have things that we can say that we do and don't like about somebody or something. The fact of the matter is we're all strong. We're all united. We're all here together. Okay? Ron DeSantis signed into law yesterday that students are going to be mandated to be taught the evils of communism and the greatness of capitalism. Can we make the United Can we make the United States like Florida? Can we make the rest of the United States a lot like Florida? Can we please do that? Can all of our governors? Can Chris Sununu look to Ron DeSantis and get his head out of his rhino rear end for a few minutes and give us the same kind of governing that Florida has? Ron DeSantis signs into law HB two thirty three. HB5 and SB1108. Would you like to hear what those are? Well, I'll tell you what those are. Basically, it's to show you patriotism, the greatness of capitalism, and the evils of communism. However, I'll break it down for you. HB233 requires freedom of expression in colleges and universities. That's a big one, folks. That's a big one. That's major. Freedom of expression in all Florida colleges and universities. We need to get these colleges and these these liberal tenured teachers um, back on the right on the right path. And the right path is teach curriculum. Same thing that you teach in grade school. Same thing that you teach in high school. Same thing that you teach in elementary school. Teach curriculum and let children or young adults decide for themselves if they want to believe in creation or if they want to believe in evolution. Show them both. That is what I like about the Creation Museum and the Ark Encounter down in Kentucky is they show you both and you walk out going, hey, wait a minute, okay, that's what schools should do. But teach curriculum and let children and young adults decide on social issues where they want to fall. If they like a Make America Great Again hat, they should be able to wear it. If they like I sniff kids and, and, and love cockroaches and have kids sitting on my lap hat, then wear it. That should be, that's freedom of expression. That is real. 
freedom of expression, folks. So God bless Ron DeSantis for that. Now, HB5 and SB1108 focus on civic education. HB5 requires the Department of Education to develop an integrated K-12 civic education curriculum that includes teaching students about citizens' shared rights under the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. They used to teach this when I was a kid. They used to do that. Public schools used to teach you the Bill of Rights. Public schools used to teach you the Constitution. Public schools taught you the Federalist Papers. Public schools taught you your civic rights. They taught you about the civic, uh, the, the civil rights movements. They taught you all about every man is created equal. I don't know where it happened. It happened so quickly, it seems like. I don't know where it happened where we started teaching the evils of capitalism and the evils of the republic and the evils of the constitution and the red, white, and blue. I don't know when all that changed. Do you? I, I don't know. But I can tell you what, since the very minute that my kids went to school, they were taught something completely different than I was taught, which is why we decided to take them out of public schools. I would do anything. I would do anything. I would have three jobs if it meant my kids stay right in Christian school where I feel they belong. Because after taking them out of public school and putting them into a Christian school, I seen that their education went through the roof. They went through the roof. And here's another thing that I started to understand. That my kids were a heck of a lot smarter than what their grades were showing in public school. So what do I mean by that? As soon as I put my kids into Christian school, their grade point averages went through the roof. My son, Jaden, ended with a 4.0. Highest honors. The lowest grade of any of my kids uh, that ended, their lowest GPA was a 3.25. Now, when they were in public school, their grade point average was way low. Why? They were obviously smart enough. I can tell you why. It's because they weren't challenged and they weren't cared for and, 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 and taught the way they were supposed to be taught. They were, they were getting taught things that we were supposed to teach them at home. That we were supposed to teach them at home. And I'm sitting there going, what's going on here? This isn't the way things are supposed to be. And after putting my kids in Christian school, like I said, I don't care. Now, we get, we get major um, uh, help, financial help, because New ha- in New Hampshire, we have a, uh, a coalition of businesses, uh, private businesses in New Hampshire, who donate to a fund for kids to be able to go to private and charter schools. So what happens is the money doesn't, the financial assistance doesn't come from the state. It comes from individual businesses who donate a chunk of their money every year so that kids can have an ability to go to these schools. If not, it would cost me $2,000 a month to put my four kids through, through Christian school. Who can do that? I could never do that. I could never do that. As it is, right now, it's hard to even pay what we can pay. So thank God for Ron DeSantis bringing education back to education. Bringing education back to academics, which is what they're supposed to be teaching our kids in public schools. Okay? It's amazing. I'm, I'm reading a lot of your comments on YouTube um, and, and Rumble, and I'm seeing a lot, of, uh, a lot of comments, but one that I'm seeing is from Ron DeSantis is a rhino. He signed to get the jab. Now, I... So... I don't think Ron DeSantis is a rhino. Not even close. Um, I'm, I am doing. I am reading and researching this story about this jab, uh, but I don't think it's what you guys think it is. It was something that happened a long time ago. Um, 
I'm going to make sure that I vet it and understand it exactly before I report on it. But I do not think that Ron DeSantis is a rhino. Not even in the least. Not even in the least. But I respect your opinion, and maybe there's things that you know that I don't know. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna continue to watch people like Greg Abbott. We're going to continue to watch people like Ron DeSantis. Greg Abbott takes money for his campaign from somebody that I don't, I don't like. He takes money from people who work with the Clinton Foundation to run the hospitals in southern Texas. Like, I get it. I do get it. I do get it. But, we, again, we can't, we can't have everything. You know what I mean? Um, I believe that story about Ron DeSantis is... You know why? Fake news. That's what I believe. That's what I honestly believe, but I'm going to be working on that, and I'm going to be making sure I get to the bottom of that accusation, okay? Um, Amanda Collins on Rumble says, This is why scholarship was invented from Trump for schools of choice. Exactly. Uh, Jay Christian says it's old. I agree. I, that's what I'm. That's the, what I'm coming up with as well. Um, Godchick says I'm probably older than most of the LFA fam, but over the years, too many parents have dropped the ball on education. But we are getting them back into the school boards, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And I'm going to show you some some of that stuff here in a little bit. Now we're going to go ahead and give a dumb dumb award, but we're staying with the same old sound, folks, because I like the sound. I think this is a great sound. The first dumb dumb award of the day is going to go to the CDC. And of course, of course I'm throwing it in the rhino bucket. Of course I am. Because I believe that the CDC is nothing but the DNC with a few different letters. That's what I believe. So I'm going to read to you um, something that I found about the, uh, about the CDC. It is a... Let me see if I can pull it up here. It is an email from 2018... Let's see, maybe I got it over here. It's an email from 2018, and it was from, hold on one second. Give me a second here. I had it pulled up. There it is, right there. Check this out. This is going to this is, this is blow your mind. It's not going to blow your mind, actually, because the CDC has been doing things for a long time. But check this out. The email was dated September 2nd, 2018, and it was written by CDC's Dr. William Thompson, to a Dr. Frank DeStefano, CDC's head of immunization safety. Now, this is an email before the Fauci virus, okay? This is not pertaining to the Fauci virus. This is not pertaining to what's going on right now. But it will shed light on the fraud that the CDC commits, and it will shed light on what they're capable of doing when it comes to immunizations, okay? Check this out. In the email, Thomas responds to an interview... De Stefano gave me in 2014. It was after Thompson stunned the scientific community by saying that he, De Stefano, and other CDC scientists committed fraud in a major vaccine autism study. It was information that upended a decade and a half of government and vaccine industry narratives on the controversy and stood to impact some of the millions of families in the U.S. who have autistic children. According to Thompson, he and his fellow CDC scientists covered up a link between MMR vaccine and autism in African-American boys. The omitted data suggested that African-American males who received the MMR vaccine before age 36 months were at increased risk for autism. Thompson later testified, I was complicit, I went along with it, and we didn't report the significant findings. We trashed them. 
Boom. Folks, this is before this pandemic that was released on the world that Fauci funded to the Wuhan lab. This is before that. So it lets you know that there are some shady, shady people working within our government agencies, and they are completely partisan, completely biased, and the one place where you do not want biased, partisan people working is in the CDC to keep us safe from real diseases, folks. Now, I know a lot of people who have children who are autistic. A lot. Can you imagine how many children might have been saved? How many children might have been relieved of some kind of... um, uh, 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 on the autism spectrum if stuff like this wasn't hidden? If stuff like this was put out to the public for the safety of the public? The scientist, the doctor testified that he was complicit. It's not like somebody accused him of this and we're still trying to figure out if it's true or not. He actually said, I did it. I was part of the cover-up. I ditched the information and threw it away. Folks, what we're dealing with here is far bigger than you or I ever imagined. This is a true David and Goliath story. What we're up against is bigger, stronger, and more evil than you, myself, Donald Trump, or anybody ever realized. And that is why Donald Trump needed us for the best is yet to come. He needed us to complete these audits. He needed us to get involved in these school board meetings and let them know that we're not going to have it anymore. He needed us to be fed up and get our butts off the couch. He needed us to go out and run for office. He needed us to interrupt these city council meetings and say, nope, not happening anymore. He needed we, the people of this amazing republic, to get together and fight as one cohesive, massive unit in order to rid this country of the evil to totalitarian dictatorship-like people, organizations, elected officials, and more. That is the best is yet to come. President Donald J. Trump could not, will not, and will never beat this on his own. We all need to be in uncomfortable situations. We all need to put our reputations at risk. We all need to fight, even if it means losing. Even if it means losing everything we've ever, ever gained. So, got a lot of fight ahead of us, folks. I feel this is just the beginning. And I was watching a little bit of Steve Bannon this morning before I got ready for my show. And he said something that really, really hit home for me. He said, we are going to see a couple big heat-seeking missiles before this is all over. Meaning that our fight is going to get a lot harder before the win ultimately takes place. So, take a sip of my coffee here real quick. And let's move on. Now we're going to move our and shift our focus to the state of Iowa. I love the state of Iowa. I love the governor of Iowa. And I love my sister and brother-in-law who live in the wonderful state of Iowa. However, leaked teacher, teacher training documents from the Mississippi Bend Area Education Agency show 
that the Iowa government school systems, or the Iowa government schools, classify Make America Great Again as an example of white, white supremacy akin to neo-Nazis, murderous police, and cross burnings. The Mississippi, Band, uh, Mississippi Bend Area Education Agency did not respond to requests from the Federalist, which is a news organization that I love, they did not respond to the request for comment, but under the new laws in Iowa signed in by their governor that you are not allowed to teach critical race theory, this would be illegal. So we will see in the next coming in the coming school year if they continue to teach this. What I did is I actually saved a document from this leaked training document. Uh, training, um, uh, it's, it's actually more than a document, it's a book. I actually saved an image. Now, the people that are on YouTube, they won't be able to see this, unfortunately. But let's go ahead and pull this up real quick for everybody that's on Rumble so you can actually see what I'm talking about. It's a pyramid, not a pyramid scheme. It's actually a, uh, a pyramid that shows you exactly what I'm talking about. Again, remember what I said, that Make America Great Again is taught to be a form of white supremacy akin to cross burnings murderous police, and other racist stuff. So here we go. I'm going to switch this over for you right now. Let me read this. You see this pyramid here? Everything inside the pyramid is like common knowledge racism, right? You know, when you say certain things or do certain things, uh, plus they threw in a bunch of other left-wing stuff in there as well. But it, it's what the left-wing calls common knowledge racism, that everybody should know is racism. But on the outside of this pyramid, you see overt white supremacy, socially unacceptable, and on the other side, you see covert white supremacy, socially acceptable. So let's read what the socially acceptable covert side says. Assuming that good intentions are enough, self-appointed white ally or celebration of Columbus Day. Those are covert white supremacy, socially acceptable phrases or terms. On the overt white supremacy, socially unacceptable. You've got Make America Great Again. You've got School to Prison Pipeline. You've got Confederate Flag, Not Believing Experiences of POC, Virtuous Victim Narrative, Denial of White Privilege. So if you deny you have white privilege, this is an overt white supremacy that is socially unacceptable. And Denial of Racism. If you believe that there is no structural racism, that makes you a racist, okay? Um, but inside the pyramid, you see things like lynching, well, obviously, hate crimes, swastikas, obviously, the KKK, the N-word, burning crosses, obviously, racial slurs, racist jokes, hiring discrimination, police murdering, <laughs> racial profiling, discriminate, discriminatory lending, mass incarceration, police brutality, you know, most of the things that we know that are actually racism, right? Um, but again, they have white supremacy as the phrase, make America great again. So this is being taught in the Iowa, Mississippi Bend Area Education Agency. I'm telling you, man, this stuff is crazy. What they're teaching your kids, what they're teaching everybody's kids, is really exactly what we've been taught our whole lives to get away from. We've been taught our whole lives, segregation, bad, integration, good. We've been taught our whole lives. White drinking fountains, black drinking fountains, bad. 
But now, under this new critical race theory, they seem to go right back to the very same thing that we were taught all our lives was bad. It, it, it's conflicting. And why? Because it's dividing. And the Democrat Party is all about division. If they can divide, they can conquer. Now, don't think that the high-profile Republicans aren't about this either. There's a lot of rhinos who feel the same way. But the everything that we know instinctively that is wrong, the Democrat Party is trying to push on our kids today. It's brainwashing, it's indoctrination, it's unbelievable, and it's racist. And it's racist. And again, the new law signed into, uh, signed into law in Iowa by Governor Kim... Uh, what's her last name? I can't think of it off the top of my head. But it makes critical race theory illegal to teach. That would fall under critical race theory. That would be illegal. So we're going to keep an eye on this for when school starts again. And we're going to find out if they're still teaching this stupid pyramid of racism, which is shows that saying make America great again is racist, is overt white supremacy, socially unacceptable. Unbelievable. All right, we're going to shift our attention to New York City real quick because there's a mayoral race going on there. Andrew Yang, a failed presidential candidate, is also a failed mayor, mayoral candidate in New York City. He came in third in the Democrat primary yesterday. But um, the way it's set up is if, you, if, if no candidate of a party gets over 50%, then they have to have basically a, not a runoff election, but a, um, a um, what do you want to call it? Uh, elimination. They have to have like an elimination round. A couple rounds of elimination. So three candidates got around 30%. Andrew Yang got like 11%. That's how terrible he is. Okay? The guy doesn't know what he's doing. The guy, the guy is... Him and Pete Buttigieg should run together as no... As Nobody cares. Candidates. That's what they should run as. But, but anyway, let me, let me break down who won for the Republicans. On the Republican side, Curtis... Sliwa, I hope I say that right, Sliwa, Sliwa, he is the founder of the Guardian Angels. He actually won handedly on the Republican side. So he will go against whoever they choose out of those three um, dum-dums on the Democrat side, whoever they choose out of those three, um, I was going to say losers, but <laughs> losers, uh, that, they, will, that, they will face Curtis Sliwa. Now Curtis not only was the founder of the Guardian Angels, but he's also a big, big backer of the police in, uh, of the police force. He, he does not want to defund the police. He defends the police. Now, the police in New York City hate de Blasio. They absolutely hate de Blasio. So, with somebody who is, uh, you know, the founder of the Guardian Angels, who puts all their support behind the police, who does not support mask wearing, who does not support locking anybody down, you might see Curtis Sliwa as the next mayor of New York City. So let's continue to watch that. Let's continue to put our support behind him. And um, we'll keep an eye on that. Now some good news. Are you ready for this? Well, I mean, that's good news, right? That's some good news. But I got some more good news. A federal judge called Rachel Maddow's show not real news. <laughs> and this is a federal judge appointed by Obama. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, where this comes from. So <laughs> it's actually pretty funny. So what, what this is, is OAN actually sued Rachel Maddow for, for defamation of character. The reason why is because Rachel Maddow, on her show, 
has been saying for a long time that OAN is really nothing but a white supremacy Trump bipart uh, Trump partisan uh, news station. They're not real news. Blah blah blah. They're they're constantly attacking OAN, Real America's Voice, Newsmax, and podcasts like mine. Because, again, like I said the other day, they feel like they're entitled to your viewership and that all of us should not get your viewership. Okay? Now, Rachel Maddow, when, uh, she's being sued by OAN. The bad news is, is that the, the suit was thrown out. The suit was thrown out by the federal judge. But why the suit was thrown out by the federal judge is the funny thing. So check this out. <laughs> I'll read it for you. Um... The Obama-appointed judge, Cynthia Bashant, dismissed the defamation lawsuit on the grounds that Maddow's audience knows that she's hyper-partisan and thus, as Greenwald put it, that her audience understands that her show consists of exaggeration, <laughs> I love that, that her show consists of exaggeration, hyperbole, and pure opinion, and therefore would not assume that such outlandish accusations that were made and thrown at OAN are factually true when she uses the language of certainty and truth when representing them. So basically the federal judge says her show is satire. Her show is completely opinion. Her show is... What, what, was, what was the word? Her, uh, her show is uh, uh, exaggeration and hyperbole. <laughs> I bet Rachel Maddow right now is so mad. I bet he is so mad. I mean, she is so... Either way. It's all fake news. It's all it's fake news. Stuff. Whether it's a he, whether yeah. it's a she, whether it's whatever it is, the show is fake news. And a federal judge appointed by Obama even said that her show is nothing but exaggeration and opinion, and her audience can't seriously take her... Uh, can't take her serious when she throws accusations that are exaggerated like that. So, yes, he threw out the lawsuit, which is unfortunate, but... I mean, yes, she threw out the lawsuit, which was unfortunate, but in doing so, got a nice dig in at Rachel Maddow. So, you know, kind of funny. Patriot Cowgirl 1 says her show is pointless. Vegetarian says, sadly, too many people think it's real news. You, know, you, you are right about that. Um, JL Jazz says, way to go, Judge. Knock her down a few pegs. And Becky80 says, I love your laugh. Um... I found Waldo on YouTube says, talked with a lot of liberal gay Democrats last night. All agreed New York City needed a change, but refused to vote Republican. I asked them how they thought anything would change if they keep voting Democrat. Well, what's the definition of insanity? What's the definition of insanity? Trying the same thing over and over again, the same way, but expecting a different result. Definition of insanity. T-Man1202 says he will get over it. I'm assuming he's talking about Rachel Maddow. Russell Maddow. Whatever her name is. <laughs> All right. I'm going to read to you a statement by Donald Trump, followed by a great story about Georgia. Okay? So let me just get to this statement for Donald Trump real quick here. I love it. I love that he doesn't need Twitter. As long as he can put out statements, the press is going to cover it. Period. So who needs Twitter, right? Um... He said this, two things that I want to read for you. He says, the story, so right now there's a story going around. Let me just preface this by saying this. There's a story going around that President Trump ordered his DOJ to get involved in uh, TV shows and shut them down like Saturday Night Live for making fun of him. Completely fake. Completely false. 
This is President Trump's statement on that. The story that I asked the Department of Justice to go after ratings challenged without Trump, Saturday Night Live, and other late night losers <laughs> is totally false. It's total fake news. The news is fake. That was false and fake and never happened. Oh, Saturday Night Live and other late night losers is totally fake news. It was fabricated. There were no sources, and yet the lamestream media goes with it. I did say, however, that Alec Baldwin has no talent. This is what I love about Trump. Before I continue going on with this, I want to tell you, Trump is so good at doing exactly what that judge did. Giving a statement, criticizing, and going after a few people, and then coming back to the statement. He's, he's incredible at doing that. He says, I did say, however, that Alec Baldwin has no talent, certainly when it comes to imitating me. The one who had it, what it took was Daryl Hammond. With all of that being said, however, I do believe that 100% one-sided shows should be considered an illegal campaign contribution from the Democrat Party. Hard to believe I got 75 million votes, the most in any sitting president, despite of all that, together with a very fraudulent election, 2024 or before. He put 2024 or before. That is how he ended his statement, folks. When he said, despite all of that together with a very fraudulent election, period. And then he ended it with 2024 or before. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, 2024 or before? What does President Trump know that we don't know? What is President Trump waiting on that we don't know? 2024 or before, which lets you know that one way or the other, this man is coming back. 2024 or before. Also, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to tell you that the state of Georgia, which is probably by far the biggest cesspool of voter fraud and everything else that's going on in this country right now, um, the Georgia Secretary of State, which is Brad Raffensperger, and his little tiny minion that looks like It's Pat. Remember that movie, It's Pat? I think his name's Gabriel Sterling. Uh, 101,789 voters have been removed from the voter rolls. Think about that, folks. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, who lied, leaked a fake edited conversation between him and President Trump to fake news. This uh, fake news was indeed fake news. Outlets. And who, and who adamantly said that there was no fraud that happened in the state of Georgia, all of a sudden removes 101,789 voters from the voter registration database. Why? Why? Why do it now? And if you're doing it now, then that means there was 101,789 voters that were in that voter registration database during the election. But you said there was no voter fraud. Wouldn't having over 100,000 voters that are not real voters in your database be fraud in itself? I would think so. The bigger question is, why didn't you do anything about it before the election? And why are you doing something about it now? I can tell you my thoughts on that. Because you needed as many voters in that voter registration database as you possibly could have to match any kind of fake mail-in ballots or fraudulent ballots that were sent in by the mail or by drop boxes that you could possibly have in order to overcome any kind of a loss that was happening. 
That's why I think nothing was done about it beforehand. And why do I think something is being done about it now? Because somebody's trying to save their own you-know-what. Somebody's trying to save face. Somebody is trying to show the people of Georgia that we care about you. But the people of Georgia are not stupid. The people of Georgia understand exactly what happened with Brian Kemp, Brad Raffensperger, Gabriel Sterling, and what's the lady's name with the gap between her teeth? Stacey Abrams. They know exactly what happened. Now check this out. A new new Rasmussen poll came out. 55% of the country, 55% of uh, of the country um, from a Rasmussen poll says that Americans should be doing um, election audits throughout the country. 55% of, of the country, of Americans, believe that each state should do a forensic audit right now. That is over half of the country. Also, 41%, and I got this from Steve this morning, 41% polled think that Joe Biden is an illit- illegitimate president. So if you have over half the country saying that we should be doing a forensic audit of the 2020 election, and you have almost half the country who thinks that Joe Biden is an illegitimate president, do you think that that means that the country has faith in our voting system, in our voting process and how it works? Do you think that the country feels that we vote and our vote counts for what we wanted it to count as? I don't. And I agree with Steve and... and, and, and uh, um, and uh, his co-host, I, I agree with them. I agree that them, those numbers are only going to go up bigger and bigger and bigger as we do more uh, forensic audits. Why? Because you're starting to see the truth. The truth is coming out. Remember, I say it all the time. Your mom used to say it when you were little. If I don't catch you now, I'll catch you in a week. If I don't catch you in a week, I'll catch you in a year. But sooner or later, I will find out. And when I do, you're in big trouble. 55% of Americans believe that the election audits need to happen in every single state. That means that Americans do have, have no trust in our electoral process, period. And if you have no trust in your electoral process, you don't have a free country, you don't have a republic. I believe those numbers are higher. I honestly do. Brian Kemp, Brad Raffensperger, Stacey Abrams, Gabriel Sterling. Those four should be tried for treason, and they should be, whatever happens to them, happens to them. Now, a little update on the Arizona audit. Raheem, you're right. Uh, thank you very much, Raheem, Raheem Kassam. Thank you very much. I couldn't think of his name off the top of my head. Great, great, great reporter he is. Um, Arizona. The story that was going around that even I talked about, about the Senate being out of session until 2022, will not affect the audit and will not affect the outcome of the audit, the results of the audit. That will not affect that. And this is coming straight from uh, state senators there. However, we still need to continue to pressure them to be called back into session and not to be relieved from session because we need them to do more work in the wake of the election audit results. So the good news is is that if they do leave, it will not, it will not interfere with the audit or the results. But what we need to do is we need to make sure that they do not leave and that they don't end this session and they stay in session because we need them to do more. Okay, and uh, I did promise you that I was going to show you a video of students, I mean of parents getting involved in school board meetings, and that's exactly what we're going to do. You probably have seen this because it happened yesterday. Loudoun County, Virginia, school board meeting. 
I'm going to go ahead and go and give the Dumb Dumb Award to the Loudoun County, Virginia School Board for what they did in this meeting. You guys get the second Dumb Dumb Award of the day, and now I'm going to show you what happened. And it wasn't pretty, folks. People got arrested. People got arrested because the school board couldn't take it anymore, and they actually said the meeting was adjourned and anybody that would stay there would be trespassing. The police came in and illegally, in my mind, illegally arrested uh, citizens of this uh, uh, of, of Loudoun County. This is the people's house. The people pay for this. The people's taxes pay for this. And just because a group of corrupt school board members say that you're trespassing doesn't mean it's so. So I believe the police should be in trouble for this as well. I honestly do. Police should not be doing unlawful orders by a school board and arresting people for trespassing when they're the ones that pay the taxes for those school board members to sit there. But what was great about it was what happened at the end. I'll play the video for you now. For those on YouTube, sorry you can't see it, but you can hear it. The board has a dark history of suppressing free speech. They caught you red-handed with an enemies list to punish opponents of critical race theory. You're teaching children to hate others because of their skin color. And you're forcing them to lie about other kids' gender. I am disgusted by your bigotry. People aren't having it. Whole crowd singing the Star Spangled Banner. And then this is a video of them arresting. So basically, the police were saying at this moment, the meeting is over and you're trespassing. How can you trespass in a house that you pay for? How can a school board and call an end to a meeting and call end to public comments when there's a time allowed 
and allotted for public comments. How can that happen? How, the, how can the police arrest somebody at the, at the wish and the demands of the corrupt school board? A lot needs to be shined, uh, a, a big spotlight needs to be shined on this. A lot needs to happen of this. But what you see in that crowd, the size of that crowd was massive. I have never seen school board meeting so full of action-itemed people there to make sure that the school board does not continue to teach critical race theory and divide students based on racism and bigotry. It is wrong, and it's, happen it's getting bigger and bigger. What do I mean by that? People's resistance to this fraudulent government, this out-of-control dictatorship that runs this country and has for decades, people are sick of it. And they're standing up like never before. And that's what we need to keep doing. I don't care if... I, I don't care what people say. That People are out of control. There's better ways to do this. No, there isn't. We've tried better ways. At least we're not burning down cities and burning down the schools like BLM and Antifa do. At least we're not doing that. So keep pushing. Keep pushing. And you'll see what happens. Folks, I want to let you know that at MyPillow.com right now, you if you buy a pillow topper for your mattress, a pillow topper mattress, you get two MyPillows for free. And if you order the Giza Dream Sheets, you get a buy one, get one free. And uh, all of that is 30% off if you put in the promo code LFA when you go there. And also, please visit ProvidingHopeVA.com. Dot com. See how you can get involved and we can all help homeless vets get a place to stay while we are putting them in a position to get good jobs and have a very own place of their own within six months of being pulled off the streets. And I want to thank uh, Billy from providing uh, HopeVA.com and we're going to have him on to explain a little bit more about what he's going through and what he's doing to help homeless veterans get back on track. It is one of the most amazing, amazing stories you'll ever hear. So again, providing hope, va.com. Let them know that Live from America sent you. And always visit jeremyherald.com for all updates, videos, podcasts, sign up for newsletter, Bible requests, and becoming a monthly donor. It's going to end today's show, folks. And I, I want to thank you very much for joining in today for the first hour because we got another one coming up at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. So remember, there are right ways. And there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. God bless. See you at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. See you later.